All right, let's yeah. do this. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. I thought we were on. Yeah, he already clapped for me. Yeah. All right, and we roll. Awesome. Oh, we are going sweet. <laughs> Should we start over? No. Oh, you're fine. Hi. <laughs> oh, you sh you introduce me. Go ahead. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> We'd like to. I would like like to welcome to the podcast Mortgage Mike Heltz. He's been assisting his clients achieve the American dream of home ownership for over 13 years. He is a four-time recipient of the Five Star Mortgage Professional Award. Ooh, that's impressive. That is super impressive. What does that even mean? And leads a team of 13 originators in the Denver Tech Center at American Pacific Mortgage. I had to add that in for you. Yeah, good. He you. is passionate about helping others and also training and coaching those he has the pleasure to lead. He has been married 17 years and has two amazing daughters who are 13 and 11. <laughs> Correct. You got a lot going on. I do. <laughs> thank you for coming. You're oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so excited. I found the place and everything. There this you... is the third door I knocked on. But... <laughs> They're all just like. Yeah, just down the street. Just down the street. Look for bright lights. Keep going. Yeah. Um. So first of all, excuse me. I am getting better from a cold, so I'll do my best here. Um. So what was your first job? My first job. So I thought about this. And I have I have two first jobs. Do it. So the first job I ever had that I, that came to mind is we lived on eight acres in Southern California, mm -hmm. and I don't know if you've seen those like three split rail fences. Mm -hmm. So it was like a mile of fence. And my first job is my dad paid me to paint with a brush like <laughs> freaking Tom Sawyer all of the fence front and back. He paid me five cents per linear foot. Which actually adds up over that much fence, but it took all summer. Oh my gosh. So I was so happy when I got my actual first job that I had to like clock in and clock out. It was <laughs> a place like, called Peterson's Yummy Burgers <laughs> in Solvang, California, the Danish capital of America. <laughs> and I would do everything. Oh, it was in a, a carnation ice cream place as well as burgers and chicken. And, and so I cooked and I scooped ice cream and that's why I have this ice cream scoop in my bowl. <laughs> have you seen this thing? Yeah, that's pretty legit. You're it's like, the only muscle on like, my body. I'll but... never, I'll never have, I'll never lose my. Yeah, my ice cream. no, I, mean, I can't. I mean, it's been thirty years. You've got years. good grip strength. Yeah, so that was the first one. It was the best. And unlike Burger King, it was not the customer's way right away. It was <laughs> we were rude a lot of times to people. Like they didn't like their meal, and we were like tough. Yeah, sorry about it. So. So yeah, Peter. So how does that translate into your life so <laughs> yeah. far? So <laughs> that's how I. The next step was mortgages. It just there seemed like go. a logical <laughs> raw meat, home loans. No, I don't think that one translated. Very that's much. hilarious. Um, so you did financial advising for a little I, bit. I was a stockbroker straight out of out of uh, college. Sorry, I keep touching no, your knees. No, you're totally fine. We can do that. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, for six years. Uh -huh. How did you end up in? doing that well that's a great question i'm glad you asked um i <laughs> that's a large dog mm -hmm. i got a degree from mm -hmm. cal poly san luis obispo in finance you say well, why finance and i tell you because i started as a computer engineering major mm -hmm. and then after the first year i was like i can't sit in front of a computer the rest of my <laughs> life <laughs> which is totally what i do and uh, so I went into business because my dad was a self-employed CPA, very similar to you. That's right. I forgot about that. And at Cal Poly, you had concentrations, so you could pick like marketing or finance mm -hmm. or accounting mm -hmm. or whatever. That's well, I took all too. of these other classes first, and <laughs> I hated all of that. <laughs> totally. So finance was the last one. You're like, that was so you'll reaction. see that there's a trend in terms of like how I got to where I am. A lot of indecision, 
but things just always seem to kind of work out. So, so finance. And then I, I was working at Applebee's three shifts, three lunch shifts a week, oh, wow. which is all you needed to pay rent in coming like when money wasn't an issue mm -hmm. and realized very quickly that I was going to be 25 and still serving if I didn't get out. So Edward Jones, out of the kindness of their heart, hired this 22 year old <laughs> punk out of, straight out of, out of school. And I knocked on doors. Like that's how I got business. Somebody knocked on my door the other day. I did it this morning. <laughs> No, a financial advisor knocked on my door. Yeah, the other from day. Edward Jones. <laughs> Had to be. They're and the I, only ones that do this I, I, to this day. My husband goes, he just knocked on the yeah. door. Yeah. So the rule at that point was in order to grow your business, you had to meet 25 real contacts every day by door knocking. Now, a real contact. Now, keep in mind, this is before the interweb. There was no <laughs> interweb. Yeah. There was no like. I couldn't Google you to see if you had money and stuff yeah. like you can now. So I would knock on a door. We'd have a conversation about your 401k rollover potential or what. I don't even remember what I said, but I got real good at it. And <laughs> and so this is actually going to translate into a business yes, question. Yes, I noticed. <laughs> so uh, tw a real contact is I, I meet you as a stranger. You agree to give me your name, your phone number, and permission to call you back. Doing that 25 times a day it sucks. It's that it was terrible. So I'm three weeks in. I don't have any friends down there. I'm by myself in San Diego. At least if I got to knock on doors, I might as well pick a nice climate. Right. And uh, I'm no. crying, literally crying myself to sleep every night. Like, this can't <laughs> be how too. real life is. Like, what? Just stop. I was like, I'm going to Applebee's <laughs> going today. To I think I'm eligible for rehire. And uh, and I I looked at my tracking sheet. And I'll tell you what, I, I looked and I'm like, I'm knocking on 180, 200 doors a day. To get your 25 To get contacts. my 25 contacts. And then something switched in my mind. I was like, you know what? I'm not going for 25 yeses. I'm going for like 155 to 175 noes. And so <laughs> once that tricked in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to just eat. I took like two and a half hours off my day because I was just like, no, bye. No, bye. I'm not like moping. Oh my gosh. I have stories for grandkids for days. Dogs chasing me. There was a shotgun thing behind one of the doors he didn't want to answer. It galvanized me as the salesperson I am today. So you said be myself. I'm just going to bring that up. Holy cow. Yeah. For six months, I did that every day. Weekends too. And then I'd go home every night and I'd write thank you notes. <laughs> I was not thankful. I was not thankful. So that was, I, I was fake thankful. I wrote 25 lies every night. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to meet with me today. If I can be of service to you in the future, please let me know, Mike. Wow. So that's why I couldn't be financial advisor, Mike, because it doesn't ring. So I'm no. like, mortgages. <laughs> Mortgage. I have to be mortgage, Mike. Mike. Yeah. I need to find something that starts with an M. Sorry, that wasn't the question you asked me. <laughs> no, it was totally the question okay. I asked you. And I love it. So you left financial advising. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, turns out. And then you went to mortgages. Mm -hmm. How'd you end up in mortgages? Well, that's a great question. I, uh, here's something I've learned. I've, I've been in mortgages for 13, 14 years, and you meet a lot of other people in the business. Mm -hmm. And I, to this day, have never found a mortgage person that's a mortgage person on purpose. Right. We all have a really good story of something else that didn't work out. Right. Which is a shame because it's an amazing business. Well, that's usually the case with financial advisors, though. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's, it's you're right. It's yeah, probably very uh, my myopicness says this is. Yeah. But yeah, you're probably right. So in my scenario, we left California, came out here in 2005. My wife was pregnant with our now 13-year-old. Did I say that right? She, yes. she wasn't 13 then. Um, that's weird. That's like elephant gestation. No. 
Well, you know all about gestation. I do. <laughs> you still doing that? No. Oh. Side no, note. I'm taking a uh, taking a, uh, a hiatus. A hiatus from birth right now. Okay. I can't be on call. No. Yeah. Well, right, tax season. Well, tax season, but also just mm, having my phone on every night is just too much stress for me. Like I can't sleep, and it's just I needed a break. From Most births. babies still come out. All babies come out. So they without all come out. me. They yeah. don't need so, me. It's go. not necessary. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> there's plenty of other doulas. I have plenty of other doulas to, to refer. I'm to. just glad because it would be a shame if all of a sudden all these ladies had babies in their bellies too long because you weren't there. That's right. But that. Nature. Okay, so we moved out here <clears throat> in 2005, and I could either start over as a stockbroker, financial advisor, knocking on doors, which sounds—that's awful. That's horrible. I mean, I was 31. And at you're the 30 an extrovert too. Yeah. You well, yeah, it. but not with strangers. I mean, like everyone's an extrovert. I didn't drink before going. You know I would have. That would have been a good I idea. I would have. I would have had to. Yeah. It'll. Wow. If I could go back, I would do just tequila sunrises and then knock on doors. I like how that's your drink of choice. I don't even, that's the first one I thought of. And I don't even like tequila. Anyway. You don't is, this about, is this going about how you thought it was going to go? <laughs> yep. Okay, good. It's perfect. Um, but I was like, I got to, I, now sales gets a bad rap, right? Like people hear the sales. word sales. Everyone's selling. Even if they have a salary job, you're still selling yourself to your you're boss or something. somebody else or mm-hmm. whatever. <clears throat> so I was like, I can sell. Like, I, I like people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. Right. <laughs> Sounds terrible as it comes out of my mouth like ash. <laughs> um, so I was like, what else can I sell? Well, at the time, I got a job at First Bank, mm-hmm. and it was the only salary job I've ever had, and something that everybody should know about salary jobs. Because most of the time, commission people are like, oh, or people that look at commission, people are like, oh, I couldn't. I, it would be so stressful. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the glamour about a salary job is you get a steady paycheck. Mm-hmm. Well, I quickly realized that's only good if you like the number on the paycheck. Mm-hmm. And you're only working the amount of yeah. time you're supposed to If that working. number's too small, it's a two-week reminder that you fail at life. <laughs> like, this is it's not hard. that money is about success and all the rest mm-hmm. of yeah. But I realized very quickly that I didn't like people telling me when to come to work and when I could go to lunch and mm-hmm. when I could go home and... So no, so it was just a lot. That actually was kind of a logical thing because I was doing mortgages at the bank, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm like, well, I could just do this. I mean, there's nothing glamorous really about debt to income ratios and loan to value, and Mm-mm. but I'm good at math, right? And I'm good at people, right? So I'm good at putting paperwork together. <laughs> yeah, no, I hire people for that now. <laughs> I'm really not that detail oriented, but you already know that. That's too, why you so. have people for that. I do. I realized, yeah, if I hire somebody that's good at it, then I don't have to do it at all. Mm-hmm. That's really the best thing ever. Thank you, Molly, <laughs> if you ever see this, and Rachel. Okay. Your, your people. So you have a very successful team at American Pacific Mortgage right now. You guys are winning awards and stuff. What is a five-star mortgage <laughs> professional award? So it's you asked about if I had awards, and that's the only – it's really not that big of a deal. I know, but what does it mean, then? So 5280 Magazine mm-hmm. is a magazine here in the Denver area, yep. right? And so they do like kind of similar to like a best of the best or mm-hmm. whatever. So other realtors, apparently, I don't know who, but they keep nominating me for doing a good job. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I guess. That's a big deal though. I mean, but it's. You're kind of a big deal. <laughs> Here's, thanks. <laughs> I agree. Um, no. <laughs> so a lot of people win it. And there's a lot of people who win it that I know that I'm like, nah, it kind of diminishes the award. You know what I mean? Right. It's great. It's a great honor. Thank you, 5280. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, we have a good team. There's 14 of us mm-hmm. uh, originators and mm-hmm. then three support staff. Mm-hmm. And support sounds so lame, but that's 
<laughs> they, they get it they from do. start to finish, and without them, the whole thing goes away. So they're kind of crucial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what is what have been the biggest successes in building your team? Am I allowed to have coffee during this? Yes. Absolutely. It's actually required. Okay, good. I put hot chocolate in my coffee this morning. <laughs> I thought you said you were going to put something else. No, I didn't. I'm not like, I didn't drink before that. <clears throat> I'm not. Yeah, no, you can I, if you want to. I have, not this morning. <laughs> um, what was your question? <laughs> biggest Success. successes oh. in building your team. Gosh. So I was, they promoted me, to, I've been at American Pacific Mortgage just over five years. Mm -hmm. And six months in, they pr had promoted me to manager, mm -hmm. which manager is such a terrible word, Isn't especially it? for like self-employed. We're all basically self-employed. We don't get a, a paycheck unless we close loans. Mm -hmm. So managing is, it's more like herding cats in a lot of ways, but leading, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, so at the beginning, I had a team that I inherited mm -hmm. and then realized very quickly of those nine people, me and one other person were the only ones doing loans. I'm like, I guess I get to learn how to manage. I'm <laughs> very good at leave. passively, aggressively putting people on a performance plan and then mm -hmm. having them quit on their own. <laughs> I've so done that's, that before that's a management technique I've uh -huh. perfected. So then I, so I've done it so many wrong ways, right? Mm -hmm. So I've built it up because I had seats and I got to put butts in them because mm -hmm. it looks good. Mm -hmm. And then they don't, and I'm like, wait a minute. So what actually finally worked is I focused on the fact that we have a very unique culture mm -hmm. in the branch and at the company mm -hmm. and that you can train people how to sell stuff. You mm -hmm. can't change people's personality and you can't change their own culture they're coming in mm -hmm. with. And so when I focus more on, all right, are we going to be a good fit? Do mm -hmm. I want to come to the office and see you every day? Yeah, do I like you? Yeah, yeah. as the basis. Mm -hmm. um, then it's like, all right, now it's easier for me. And it's probably all selfish. I'm very selfish. No, it's not. It's more like... Can I, I'm that much more invested into your success if I like you. Right. Right? Yeah. So um, that doesn't really answer your question, but there's so many people that are out there like moving around. It's a very transient business. Mm -hmm. And so I realized if if I'm recruiting somebody and they're like, yeah, it sounds great. Let me come on board. If it's too easy, you're probably not the right fit. Like oh, make me try. That's interesting. Which surprises me because my wife said yes right away when I asked her. <laughs> so maybe... Maybe no, she's high rage. She's awesome. <laughs> she's the best. <laughs> she puts up with this. So, what culture have you guys built there, and how how do you vet people for culture? Yeah, oh, that's a good question. So, the corporate culture, we have three core values: mm -hmm. transparency, mm -hmm. which is basically like, hey, we are who we are. Yeah, but be honest, be open, be nice about it. Mm -hmm. Well, respect is the second one. So, you can have open conversations. It's still loans, like. It's cool at the closing table when I get to hand you your keys and you get to buy a house. Mm -hmm. The rest of it is still dealing with a ton of overregulation, mm -hmm. a lot of behind the scenes processing mm -hmm. and paperwork, compliance costs. Like that's very painful a lot of times. Mm -hmm. um, so let's have these conversations if it's an underwriting question or what have you. And then the last one is my favorite is Scrappy. Mm -hmm. Scrappy's legit I because love that yeah. So that's like I mean I I think of if I was in a fight I'd have to be Scrappy because <laughs> look at me. This doesn't only only put <laughs> the ice cream. Right? Yeah. It's only good for ice it's cream. It's only good for ice cream. So, or arm wrestling. But, um, you know, so so trying to, you know, you coming in and interviewing with me right off the bat, I can get a sense of, all right, are you open? But really, from a branch level, like, we still like to have fun. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not, it's just loans. We're not. Right, we're not saying No life. one's died. I know. I don't think anyone's I know. Died. I always say there's no thing, no such thing as an accounting emergency. <laughs> Correct. I am not an ER doc. Yeah. When what's crazy about it is humans, since we 
didn't have to defend ourselves against animals yeah. have created business now as this new life or death thing to somehow satisfy our inner desire to like matter. Right. And so we put so much stress on business when in reality, you're, yeah, it's no one's dying. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm sorry that you have your stuff, your stuff's in a truck and you yeah. want to put it in your new house, yeah. but you didn't tell me you bought a different truck and now you can't, uh, that's not, that's your fault. You, <laughs> you did problem. that. Yeah. So, uh, so we're big fans of ownership as well. So for example, you know, if, if I can solve a problem, I'm going to solve it. And mm-hmm. then later I'll be like, who should have solved it? Mm-hmm. But it's still trying to get the, you know, a client from start to finish that so they still like us at the end. I think we're up to like 20, not, that's just the branch. Mm-hmm. The company's like 29,000. Uh, reviews that average 4.96. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. It's a good company. So, and the, so the best thing about that is that you guys have just stayed with your stayed with the culture, and also your clients probably, you know, fit into that culture too. I'll take anybody. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> but that's the scrappy no, bit, right? Right. Yeah. The scrappy bit says we're gonna make this happen for yeah. this person. Yes. No. Kidding aside, that is very correct and accurate. Okay. Good. <laughs> I have, but I do have a lot of fun. Yes. Can you tell? Yes, we know. Okay. Um, so what has been your biggest obstacles? I mean, other than having to create a whole new team. Oh, man. That's a good question. Um, I think the probably the biggest thing is dealing with constantly changing regulation. I mean, <laughs> Amen. We, we, yeah, and <laughs> you get that understand. in your field, too. But when you have... Not to get on a political soapbox, no, go ahead. but when you have politicians that have never done a loan before mm-hmm. making decisions about how loans should get done and what's the best for poor little Americans who can't make decisions for themselves, mm-hmm. that drives me nuts. I know. Because they don't, they regulate our pay, but they don't regulate the pay of sports guys or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I know. So I don't really want to go angry on it, but that's, okay. that's the biggest thing I think is just being aware that, all right, the, the only constant is change in our right? business. You know. What's next? And then realizing now you feel kind of like, like a <laughs> rented stepchild or something. Cause you just get beat a lot, but yeah, you're just no. like, that's a, you can edit that one out if you want to. <laughs> you don't well, rent, you don't rent stepchildren, <laughs> Michael. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's realizing, all right, roll with the punches. They're yeah, not totally. over yet. And yeah. th- the pendulum swings this way and it's, sw- I mean, it did swing too far the other way. I wasn't part of the problem in 05, 06, 07. Yeah. The Big Short, I wasn't in it. <laughs> it wasn't there. It's a great movie though. <laughs> the Big Short. You haven't seen The Big Short? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, about the mortgage. See, Stephen. I need to see that. Well, I don't know if you need to oh, see okay. it. It's, it's entertaining. Okay, cool. Just when you watch it, that's not me. So what are some of your key leadership techniques? that have grown your team to be so successful <laughs> other than fun. Such a deep question. <laughs> Leadership techniques. Yes. Should Michael? I have some of those? Yes, you do. Huh. Well, I mean, I think for, I, I'm just a big fan of like trying to be a servant leader, mm-hmm. like lead by example. Absolutely. And just try to I understand that, that everybody's, everyone's just trying to provide for them and theirs, right? Like, right. so if I can see a way where, Hey, I heard you on the phone. How about saying it this way? Mm-hmm. Or how about saying it that way? Or hey, how about picking up the phone because people aren't just walking into the building going, Are there any mortgage companies in here? <laughs> I'd die to have a refi. <laughs> I love my refi. Doesn't exist. Yeah. We do have a place on the first floor because we thought we would get some walk in traffic. No. no. 
there's no nobody's thinking. Hey, no. I should just find a, a mortgage. The only walk in traffic that happens is when I come in and I do my Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> the, got traffic. Yeah, for you guys. I didn't do it. It was the dog. <laughs> I know. Um, but oh, yeah, leadership goodness. techniques. I don't. Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't. I'm probably not your standard leader. Like. I do, I do. (laughs) You're definitely not. You're not. But that's that's why it works, though. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're not your typical micromanaging leader. I don't know how to micro. I don't want to do that. You're like, y'all, this is what we need to do. Let's make it happen. That's a good point. So I worked for a large company that does mortgages and banking. They Mm -hmm. have a stagecoach on their business cards. (laughs) Not naming any names. Not naming any names. Um, they are terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they kidding. are the worst. So what I realized, what I didn't like, I think, through leadership stuff mm-hmm. is when I was being led, mm-hmm. seeing like, yeah, I want your sales tracking sheets and I want all that. And I'm just like, oh, just let me go do my thing. Like, especially if I'm doing well, get out of my way. Yeah. Why are you so making me head a metric when I'm already, yeah. when I'm already killing it? And so, and conversely, the best leader I had previous was my regional manager at Edward Jones mm-hmm. and he was just a speak courage into you kind of guy like mm-hmm. it's okay that you're 22 knocking on doors yeah. and I'm like who's taking retirement advice from me I don't look as old as I am now <laughs> I, I was like 17 look I mean it was it was odd and he's like you have your series 7 you know more than 96% of the people sitting across from I'm like oh so that's why with my people and we have a lot of brand new to the business people too it's just mm-hmm. like how do I get you fired up like just make calls it's okay mm-hmm. if you mess up mm-hmm. <laughs> call the same person in two weeks they don't remember the phone call either because right? it's still sales it's yeah. still knocking on doors except we get to do it like this mm-hmm. which knocking on doors is really successful unfortunately but it's also really okay to not know yeah the answer to things yeah i know i tell my team all the time it's okay to say i don't know yeah i say it all the time yeah. I don't know, but I'll find the answer. That's why I start with, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked. You know, I got to make sure I get the latest and greatest information. Let me write that down. I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. No one's ever upset with that. Mm-mm. No, and I've never been like, or sometimes I'll just be like, I think this is the correct You don't answer. know all of the IRS tax code? <laughs> no. Huh. No, thank you. <laughs> well, when you get it all, you let me know. I will. <laughs> we will not be alive anymore. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you. Yeah have uh, your own wealth building strategy um, playing what I like to call real estate monopoly. Yeah. Uh, so what does that look like? Um, I'm not the only one doing it. So I know it's technically not I know a monopoly. you're not, but I like to call it real That's estate That's fine. Monopoly. I like it. Um, so what does that look like and how do you help people? So Mortgage Mike becomes Mogul Mike and you Yes, want I want to know how. <laughs> so it was accidental. So you've heard of people that are accidental landlords. Yeah. So I, I wasn't really accidental, but mm-hmm. we... This is kind of embarrassing, too, because you'd think as a mortgage guy, like, I would have saw this strategy coming down That's the pike. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, but explain, like, so you think you're we, the first person who explained this to me. Oh, yeah. We, at, at the group, right? Yeah. Okay. So we lived in a place down in Castle Rock and had a, a rent, mm-hmm. or excuse me, not a rent, a mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. We were on a 15-year loan. Mm-hmm. I knew what the mortgage payment was. And I don't remember, honestly, when I first saw what rents were going for. Mm-hmm. But when I kind of did some research, I was like, wait a minute. This house that I'm paying nine is it okay to say numbers. Yes. Okay. That I'm paying nineteen hundred dollars a month for on a fifteen year mortgage mm-hmm. could rent for twenty three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I could make four hundred bucks a month. Yeah. I mean, I have to move uh-huh. unless I really like the tenants and they're yeah. gonna let me stay in the basement. <laughs> and so I was like, wait a minute. Then if I take that four hundred bucks mm-hmm. and I go buy another place. Mm-hmm. That four hundred bucks can reduce that mortgage by four hundred bucks because that's how four hundred bucks works. Mm-hmm. And now I have two places 
for less mortgage payment than I had with just one place. And I was like, well, this can't be real life. <laughs> like, I, I, I know I'm not the only person that's figured this out, especially since then. And there's, But I'm like, why isn't that information out there, right? Mm-hmm. I should do a podcast. Stephen, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> um, so, so I share this with my poor wife who loved this house. Like, we had it built. It was, I mean, not, we didn't have it built. It was mm-hmm. an angle home, whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. She's like, I'm not moving. This as the house we want. And I'm like, I showed her the math. And she's like, well, now we can't stay. <laughs> we have to go now. And I'm like, I know. I love her. So we left and it, and we got this next place for $1,300 because it was a 30-year mortgage. We mm-hmm. got it at a good time. So timing is very important with this stuff too, mm-hmm. even though I don't, <laughs> I can't predict it. I've mm-hmm. just been really lucky with that piece, selling in California before the bubble burst. And mm-hmm. Anyway. Buying hair before things yeah. went crazy. Right. So, so all of a sudden now I had two houses for $900 a month. And I'm like, how many times can I do this? <laughs> Because foreseeably, every time you do that, mm-hmm. now, okay, then people are like, well, that's real nice. Where do you get that down payment? Okay, full disclosure, we did sell in California at the right time. There was, as my friends like to say here, California money. Mm-hmm. California I've money. renounced my allegiance. <laughs> if anybody in California sees this, I love you, just not the, not the state. My family's from, my dad's side is from California. Uh, we're, we're cool. Yeah, okay. Well, I still like you. Well, yeah, there we go. Okay. We, can, we, can, we can still be friends. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, so, so the way we did that originally is we took a home equity line of credit Mm -hmm. from the house that we had Mm -hmm. to use as the down payment on the next place. So Mm -hmm. the math has to work out fine. Yeah. So since then we've, we bought another rental just because it worked out and we moved again one time. So again, I I hate sounding like braggy snooty, but I think the information should be out there because it's a great way. My realtor friends hate it because I don't ever sell anything. <laughs> we buy stuff. I though. buy stuff though. So um, yeah. So 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 when I realized that <laughs> it's uh, there's nothing magical to any of this stuff. Nope. I read this book, which everybody's probably read. I read it too late in life, called Rich Dad Poor Dad, mm-hmm. and the whole philosophy. So backing up, I'm all over the place. That's fine. My dad retired at 47. Okay, so I, that's that's some mind space in there. Where right. you're like, well, I, okay, I, okay. you always want to beat your parents to all things, right? Like, I want to be, I'm taller at least. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can still whoop my ass, but um, love you, Dad. Uh, so I was like, well, how do I do this? So retirement, even when you're a financial advisor, the typical approach to retirement is accumulate, mm-hmm. hope it lasts. Yes. Well, how, what's that number, and mm-hmm. how do I know it? Well, you don't, because you know how you're long you're going to live, mm-hmm. and then. It shouldn't be surprising to me. This is the embarrassing part because I like to think I'm a relatively intellectual guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not because of how I speak. but um, His philosophy on retirement is once your passive income is higher than your active expense, mm-hmm. then you really don't have to work. You're good to go. And I'm like, well, that's got nothing to do with the asset size. Now it's just a cash flow play. Right. So that's kind of, I blame Kiyosaki. And my wife really does for making us move. I love it. Um, so yeah, so then I'm like, okay, well, once all these places are eventually paid off and the income's still coming in, then who gives a crap how much money you have in your 401k? Because your passive income is yeah, good. It's higher than your active expense. And then you can still go on vacations. <laughs> and you can still buy other places. That's because really cool. then, Yeah. And then you have all the equity too. So yeah. if something happens. So, right. And <laughs> as my CPA friends know... You get that one-time step up in cost basis at the, your demise, and so your kids can get that without ever paying taxes on that crap. Yep. <laughs> and if there's one thing I hate, it's taxes. <laughs> Me too. 
<laughs> keeps me in business. But yeah, that's correct. Me too. <laughs> I don't like mortgages either, but. So how do you help other people do that? Just by explaining to yeah, how really. This works? I, so yeah, I've only done it a couple times to where they've. I get a lot of people like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But acting on it is like really scary because you're is. like, oh. And then the first time it was my my friend Stace Riley. I don't think he'd mind me saying this, but um, he's. <laughs> we moved into our last place, which. Mm-hmm. It's it's nice. Yeah. Like it's nicer than It's like nice, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's 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 and I'm not a showy guy, so I'm no. like I feel like I'm, I'm embarrassed driving into my neighborhood. I live across the street from a guy who plays major league baseball and I'm like, "Well, I'm the fraud <laughs> for sure in this but neighborhood." But it's just because you've yeah. leveled up. Yeah. Yeah, my play, uh, my total mortgage liability with four houses is still less than the first house. Yeah. That doesn't so. Yeah. Nice call me. <laughs> I'll help you through it. So he, he helped me move into this place. Mm-hmm. And as he was leaving, he goes, okay, seriously. <laughs> I'm like, what? He goes, how did you do this? Because I mean, we do well. Mortgages is a great industry. Yes. You do well. I do. I do. I do okay. You do okay. Um, so, so I explained it to him. He's like, he had the, almost the same response. He's like, well, we can't stay in our house now. <laughs> the math makes sense. And so his wife came over and we had dinner and I showed him it all and showed him my little spreadsheets, which are real sloppy, but at least I can understand what I'm mm-hmm. doing there. And he's like, oh, well, we have to do this. And so then he took it one step further and he's like, hey, I bought this place in Birmingham, Alabama. And I'm like, or Montgomery. I'm like, that's a place. I mean, sure. Sure. What? How much is it? So he gives me the math. It was $85,000 house, mm-hmm. 20% down. And it's renting for like 850 bucks a month. Well, okay. So if I had an extra 20 grand, would I do that? Or would I stick it into the stock market? Because mm-hmm. he's going to... Ma- anyway, details, details. Disclosures, disclaimers, <laughs> future results or not, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, uh, So yeah, that was just a scenario where he, he heard it and he was like, yeah, we want to do this. I, I, I mean, he's probably the only one that's taken at the level that we have to that standpoint yeah but i don't know i just think that that's a it's a different way to build wealth towards a retirement goal than the normal you know i mean i I still invest in your 401k still do all the rest but and it's fun because you can drive by your house and be like i own that one too and then you feel kind of snooty well it's kind of like monopoly right yeah where you're like oh that's what you mean this is my block not that i'm the only one doing it it's yeah i so far i have baltic game of I own Park Place. I live in Park Place. I've got a Kentucky and, let's see, St. James. Park there we go. Sure. Yeah. I love it. Why I know all of the squares on Monopoly. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's wow. kind of actually impressive. In order and the price. <laughs> now you have to start naming them. Gosh, that's really for funny. For, like, actual Monopoly squares. I should do that. I could get a, a whole new box and just start naming my addresses instead. Winthrop Circle. <laughs> $350. <laughs> Put one remaining house on it. I love it. Awesome. So thank you for uh, explaining that to us. Did it help? Yeah. No, that was totally good. Pretty tangential today. Yeah, that's totally fine. I knew what I was getting. Good, good. So um, before I ask my last question, what is the easiest way for people to find you? Oh, the easiest way is my website is www.denvermortgagemike.com. Okay, cool. And we'll link it. We link everything in the description boxes. Uh, I mean, I'm on... I don't know, social, I'm like too old for social media, but I'm LinkedIn? there. Li- I'm on LinkedIn, yeah. You messaged me through LinkedIn. I, yeah. And I was like, oh, hi, Mike. Facebook. I don't Instagram and I don't Twit. I don't know. I don't Twit either. I, but you're I supposed to. I do all the other to. ones. Yeah. 
I don't really have... 43. I have a lot more to say than, you know, whatever the character said. <laughs> so many twits in a row. <laughs> so, last question. Yes. What is the one thing you wish every potential homeowner knew before buying a property? Holy moly, you should have given me that one to think about beforehand. <laughs> nope. <laughs> the one thing I wish every new homeowner knew before. There's a lot of things, so I'm, I'm in my mind I know there's a lot of things. One. You can give us more than one. I think. I think what I would, because I deal with a lot of first-time homebuyers, mm-hmm. and I was, we were all first-time homebuyers at one point, like yes. if you own a home. Yeah, we were. And so I know for me, and I see it in their eyes, they put so much emphasis on, is this going to be the perfect house? Mm-hmm. And the house. I don't know. I would just recommend that they treat housing more as an investment and less emotionally. Mm-hmm. And to know that if you go find this place, just because the kitchen's the wrong color doesn't mean you can't paint it. Right. Like it still keeps the snow off the roof or off of your head, I should mm-hmm. say. Um, and then to realize that I'm just the middle guy. So when I ask for stuff, it's not because I really want to see you. I don't, I'm not, <laughs> I had a great story. One guy was like, I don't want to give you my bank statements. I don't care. Like, then okay. I hope you have an extra four hundred fifty thousand dollars cash because that's how you're gonna have to buy this house. This isn't a negotiation. Necessarily. Yeah, like I'd rather. And I'm like, for I'm, it, but I didn't say that. It. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, well, what's your concern? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I don't need you to see where I'm spending all my money. Like, and I, I just kind of chuckled. And I was like, well, I go, I assure you that I'm, I'm, I'm relatively busy. Mm-hmm. I don't have that much desire to find out how much you spent at Chick-fil-A. Like I don't <laughs> scroll through it. I just want to see, is there money in it? Yes. That's it. He's like, oh, okay. So that was kind of an eye opener one though too, where I'm like, I wonder what first time home buyers think that we do. Mm-hmm. I'm not just sitting there being like super snoopy nosy. Now don't go buy a new car while you're buying a house. Yeah. That's awesome. No that new lines of credit. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I could tell you stories on stories, but um, yeah, I mean that's that's high level enough just to say, but buy like mm-hmm. don't rent, <laughs> which sounds really dumb from the landlord, right? <laughs> but it's it's really dumb to rent if you can buy, in my opinion. Yes. And then once you own, then rent to other people. <laughs> then you start playing Monopoly. Mogul Mike. <laughs> Mogul Mike. <laughs> it's trending. We're gonna we're gonna hashtag Mogul. Is Mike. that a thing? Trending still? Do we trend? Do we trend? Yes. We look oh. at Steven. Do we trend, Steven? <laughs> I don't. I really feel like I missed the social media bubble. I was late to Facebook even. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh, it. this was fun. Like you said, don't be nervous. You'll have fun. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything worthwhile that you're going to have on here, but... I think we got some good stuff. Well, we'll find out if they have me back, Steven. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jamie. You're welcome. That was fun. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast to be inspiring, helpful, and entertaining, please like and subscribe. This helps us grow the community and reach more people. If you're interested in learning more about this episode's guest or accessing any of the books or other resources mentioned in this episode, be sure to check out the description box below. Until next time, be abundant.